And I have um, a fantastic mentor who, um, you know, her, her advice was that uh, until you can be a unicorn, you have to be a cockroach. You have to be, uh, you know, indestructible. You have to slip through the cracks and find ways to stay alive um, amidst adversity. I'm pleased this morning to be here with Charles Merritt. He is the CEO and co-founder, excuse me, at Buddy. Uh, Charles, welcome. Thanks for having me, Joshua. Yeah. You know, what would be helpful, I think, for the for the group would just to set some context and let people know a bit about your background and kind of entrepreneurial experience and how that led to you co-founding Buddy. Sure thing. Um, so... I actually started my career in uh, cinematography very early on and just did not find a great fit working in uh, in production. So I quickly moved over uh, almost by accident to working at a technology startup that was working in online media. And I really fell in love with the side of the uh, the work that I was doing that was actually building something. So storytelling has always been something that I've been passionate about. But once I realized that part of building an early stage company was actually creating something that allowed other people to, to lead their lives in a different way, I was pretty much hooked. And uh, I moved into working in travel tech. So I was part of the team at Kayak. Uh, as well as jetsetter.com. And that was really where I started to um, get what was going on. You know, I worked with some great founders in, in both of those businesses and learned a lot early in my career. And I ended up consulting for a couple of larger insurance companies, helping them think through uh, questions around customer experience and how their brands can become uh, more supportive of their customers' lives and goals. And it was sort of through that work and some other consulting projects where I started to, uh, you know, I guess, form the, take from the, the primordial soup of this experience and sort of form some of the, the early ideas with my co-founders of what would become Buddy. So we're all people who love mountain biking and climbing and snowboarding we recognized that our peers who we go have fun with um, you know, had this problem that has been getting worse and worse for the last decade, which is that if they get hurt, they now owe a lot of money out of pocket, even if they have health insurance. And so rather than building a technology platform and trying to sell it to an established insurance carrier to fix their customer interactions, we thought that it would be great to create a new product that just behaved the way we thought it should behave uh, and take care of the people that we love to spend our time with. So as someone who, you know, was involved with a, a number of startups, high growth companies, and even a company that was, you know, incubated, um, you know, what, what, what sort of, uh, learnings did you bring out of those experiences to starting your own business and, you know, not just look at the upside, but, 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 but try to ensure the greatest chance of success? Um, I think one of the most important things I've learned along the way in working at startups is how important 
a company culture is and having, you know, I, I say important because it, it is the reason that people get excited to come to work. And it's something that you even early on have to be very mindful of. And when you're a small company, you know, so much of that just emanates from the way you and your co-founders act, interact, what you find is important, um, and the things that you celebrate on the team. Um, and uh, another, you know, w- your point to uh, most startups failing, the, you know, the reason that you fail is that you run out of money, right? And it, either you run out of funding, mm-hmm. you run out of, uh, you know, you, you fail to generate revenue sufficiently uh, to cover your costs. I mean, that that especially at an early stage, is is the reason, right? And I have um, a fantastic mentor who, um, you know, her, her advice was that uh, until you can be a unicorn, you have to be a cockroach. You have to be, uh, you know, indestructible. You have to slip through the cracks and find ways to stay alive um, amidst adversity. And so, I think that advice was incredibly helpful because you often are so uh, you, know, you can get uh, obsessed with the idea of the unicorn story, but all of those unicorn stories have the underlying attributes of of having survived through adversity, having changed their business models, having accidentally found success. And having been prepared and having strong cultures and an attitude of like, okay, we're going to be ready to go when this opportunity presents itself, that's how they're able to capitalize on luck and opportunity showing up. So just going back to the the concept of, not, not the concept, but the importance of culture and setting examples, um, in, any examples of examples that uh, you would be comfortable sharing on on this interview? Sure. Um, yeah, I can. Uh, I can definitely think of. Um, well, I'll share one that I experienced working at a startup, and then I'll talk about how I've done my best to have a version of that here. Um, so, in my experience working at Kayak. And uh, the Norwalk office happened to be on the bay. And so uh, Steve Hafner, the CEO of Kayak, had a boat that you know, he would take people out on and he would you know, occasionally let people, well, often let people you know, take the boat out, go wakeboarding or, or whatever. And um, you know, I remember days where the tide was right and it was the middle of the day, but it was, it was okay to like sneak out and go on the water for an hour or two come back and get your work done. And yeah, that kind of flexibility and understanding that the performance that you're trying to generate supersedes being tied to a desk, you know, for the nine to five portion of your day, that was a lesson that was, was, uh, you know, effective for me in terms of how you build a company culture. Um, and what we've done now at Buddy that, you know, I see is in that same genre of of giving people the flexibility they need to enjoy their lives that helps them renew and and restore and come back and be productive um, is that since we've gone to a 100% remote workforce 
for the pandemic. And so at Buddy, we've implemented a low expectations Friday policy where if you are, you know, you're expected to check in in the morning and, you know, be on stand up, keep your phone nearby. But, you know, everyone has their lives that they're dealing with. And so giving, uh, you know, that low expectation Friday has really been our effort to, to let people go and, and, and take care of the things that are, are important to them in their lives so that work is not as much of a, it, it's not a drain. It's something that, that they're doing that they're advancing and excited about. You know, our goal now it, with regard to, you know, responding to the pandemic is not to be uh, maximizing a remote workforce's time, right? Like that's not, that's not our headset. Our, our headset right now is to get our team through an incredibly difficult period for everyone and right. to acknowledge that this is hard, right? This is, this is not something that any of us have signed up for. And we also recognize that coming out on the other side of adversity will make us a much stronger team and present us with market opportunities that probably would not have been there beforehand. Um, did you have a, a formal hiring strategy? How, how did you work to try to bring the right talent into the organization, you know, for the overall success, but also to build that resiliency and that ability to just keep going? Yeah, so at this point, our team is six people. The way that we have had uh, our, our team really come together has been largely through inbound of people who are either coming from a startup background or coming from an insurance background uh, who have gravitated toward the mission of our company. Now, going forward, we're, we're sort of in this process now of formalizing things that have been organic so that as we grow from, you know, sort of the, the six of us today to, you know, significantly more by the end of, of 21, uh, we have taken the, the elements of what has been attractive to, to our early employees about our company and we're able to turn those into, you know, the the pillars of our culture that we can really codify and hire against, but in a way that we're actually deliberately trying to create a more uh, sort of robust kind of workforce. You know, we don't just want ultra marathoners uh, who are tired of their their big corporate insurance jobs. Uh, we actually are interested in. How do we bring more people in to a company that really celebrates having that um, that freedom and adventurous idea? Today, the employees that have gravitated toward our business have been people who are already passionate about their sort of active lifestyle outdoor pursuits. And so the next phase for us is how do we create a workforce where more people are able to step into an active outdoor lifestyle um, and support that? So how do we make our, our, our group bigger uh, is sort of the next step for us. Before we go, is there anything else on, you know, either this topic of corporate resilience in InsurTech or just about Buddy in general uh, that I might have missed or that you'd like to share? You know, 
in terms of resilience, I think the I think we will we will have a very very unique perspective on the other side of this. So anyone who's currently in a leadership position, um, though, if, if you know, for me, uh, it definitely feels like you wake up some days and you're like, "What the hell is going on?" Like, <laughs> you know, when when is this going to go back to normal, right? But I think we all need to pay attention to to what is going on around us, uh, to make notes and be ready to share with the generation who's going to come behind us. Because they're, you know, we're experiencing something that is really unique right now, and so you know, it's up to us to to learn the lessons right. now, so that we can teach them uh, to the people who are going to come behind us when when we're in a position to become mentors. Charles Merritt, CEO and co-founder at Buddy, I really appreciate you taking the time today, and look forward to seeing your continued progress and uh, outdoor adventures. Thanks, Joshua. Uh, you know, when we're allowed to hang out together, uh, I look forward to, uh, to seeing you in person.